The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. You see old man Johnny Bench getting involved on Sunday with a little anti-Semitic remark at a team function. So Johnny Bench was at this... uh, like news conference to honor former Reds GM Gabe Paul, who's Jewish, and former pitchers Danny Graves and Bronson Arroyo were being honored as well. They were being inducted into the Reds Hall of Fame. The guy, Paul, who was the GM, died in 98. He was represented by his daughter at the event. And near the end of the news conference, Pete Rose recalled his first contract negotiation with Paul saying, when I got out of high school in 1960, Gabe Paul signed me to a contract for 400 bucks a month. And the daughter quipped, that cheap? Never mind. And then Johnny Bench added, quote, he was Jewish, end quote. Some laughed. Others were chilled. Bench said that his comment was insensitive and he apologized to the daughter, Jeannie Paul. The Hall of Famer said, I recognize my comment was insensitive. I apologize to Jeannie for taking away from her father the full attention he deserves. Gabe Paul earned his place in the Reds Hall of Fame, same as the others who stood on that stage. And I'm sorry that some of the focus is on my inappropriate remark instead of solely on Gabe's achievement. The daughter said she never heard it. Quote, I didn't even hear him say that. Johnny came up to me and said, were you offended? And I said, for what? I didn't even hear him say that. I suppose if I would have heard him say that, I would have said something. But I didn't even hear him say it. Paul was the Reds GM from 1951 to 1960 and was responsible for the big name players they got there, including Frank Robinson, Tony Perez. And, of course, the integration of black and Latin players in the 50s. On top of that, the Reds got swept by the Brewers. They opened up a two-game lead over Cincy in the Central. They overcame a two-run deficit to beat the Reds for the fifth time in six games. A 4-3 win on Sunday behind Manisterio's tie-breaking single in a two-run eighth inning. After taking two of three at home on the weekend before the All-Star break, the Brewers swept the three games at Great American. Milwaukee's two-game lead now is the first time they've had that since May 25th. Craig Council, their manager, said it was an important series. We did our job. You come into a road series, you sweep it. You had a heck of a series. We got three games left with them soon, but it's as big a series for us to take a great start into the second half. Christian Yelich hit his 14th home run in the third. 
Jake Fraley, a two-run homer for Cincinnati, which had been shut out in its previous three games, if you can believe it. With the Reds up 3-2, Willie Adams walked against Lucas Sims, starting the eighth, took third on a winker single. Owen Miller hit a sack fly. Diaz relieved. Tapia flied out. Manisterio hit an opposite field blooper that fell in front of Fraley. And then things started opening up for the Brewers, and they win it. The Brewers held Ellie De La Cruz hitless in 12 at-bats with five strikeouts in the three games. The Brewers got bad news. First baseman Rowdy Tellez underwent surgery to have 17 stitches and repair a fracture in his left ring finger after getting struck in the padding of the center field wall while shagging fly balls in warm-ups on Saturday. He's going to be out at least four weeks. The Brewers start a series at Philly on Tuesday. Tehran against Nola there. Meanwhile, Brandon Williamson starts Monday in the opener of a four-game series against the Giants in Cincy, and he'll face Logan Webb, who's 8-7 and seven with a 3.14 ERA. How about Bobby Witt Jr.? He homer, tripled, and had three RBIs. As the Royals end up beating Tampa 8-4 to on Sunday for their second win in 10 games. They never win, but they did win. And they beat the top team in the AL East, the Rays. So how about this? Tampa's lead is down to one game over Baltimore. I keep telling you, Baltimore's going to win the AL East. They're on fire. They won eight in a row. Witt and Drew Waters became the first Royals teammates to each triple and homer in the same game. Brady Singer beat the Rays. He needed 70 pitches through seven innings, led 7-0. The Rays better watch out. They got a tough series now in Texas. Dirty Harry McClanahan, 11-1, is going to return from the IL because of that back injury to take on Dane Dunning, who's 8-2 tonight at Globe in Arlington against the Rangers. Meanwhile, Detroit's in Kansas City tonight. Matt Manning, 3-1 with a 3-7 ERA. Takes on 1-11 Jordan Lyles, who's awful. So the Orioles made it eight straight by beating the Marlins 5-4. Luis Arise lined out to left field to end the game. He finished 0-5 on the day. O's keep rolling. They keep winning. The O's nearly blew a 5-0 lead in the ninth. But they didn't. They got it done. Arise batting average drops to 380. He was flirting with 400 for most of the season. Kyle Bradish took a shutout into the eighth. The O's pulled within a game of the Rays, as I mentioned. Anthony Santander hit his 100th career home run for the O's. They were up 3-0 in the game and on their way. The Marlins lost two of the three games at Camden by one run after going 21-6 and six in one-run games before the All-Star break. Gunnar Henderson and Adley Rushman opened the game with consecutive doubles to make it one zip. And then Santander hit a two-run shot his 17th. The O's are going to send the rookie righty Grayson Rodriguez to the mound against the Dodgers righty Emmett Sheehan tonight at Camden. 
The Marlins start a series in St. Louis. Lazardo will pitch tonight against Mikolas. God, do the Yankees suck. Nolan Jones led off the 11th inning with a tying two-run homer off Nick Ramirez. And Alan Treo hit a game-ending drive off of Marinaccio. And the Rockies stunned the Yankees 8-7 to on Sunday in Denver to take two of three from the listless Bombers. I don't think you can call them the Bombers anymore because they never win. New York tied the score in the ninth against Daniel Bard on Glaber Day. Torres' run-scoring infield single and Bader's sack fly. Playing into the 11th inning for the first time this year, the Yankees open a 7-5 lead against Hollowell on run-scoring singles by Oswaldo Cabrera and Oswald Pereza. And they had recalled him for the minors because Josh Donaldson got injured with a calf problem on Sunday. New York has lost 6 of 8 and is tied for last in the AL East. Only 6 games over five hundred. The Yankees fell to 15 and 19 since Aaron Judge left the lineup with his toe problem June 3rd. Colorado used Gomber with his 6 ERA, Siebold with his 7 ERA, and Anderson with his 6 ERA in the series, and they still kicked the Yankees' ass. Anthony Rizzo's career looks over. He's gone 41 games without a home run. He's hitting 196. With just 11 RBIs, he has become a liability. The Yankees are nine games out of first place. Meanwhile, <laughs> in that National League West, L.A. leads San Francisco by a game and a half, even though they lost to the Mets 2-1 to one in 10 innings on Sunday at City Field. Colorado's in last place, 18 games back, 36-58, and they beat up on the Yankees. How embarrassing is that? The kid Treo had not hit a home run all year, but he spanked the Yankees with one to win it. Aaron Boone said, we've got two and a half months to put ourselves in a position to be championship caliber. Barf. I'm going to barf. It's not us. We've got to prove that as far as who we're playing. This is Major League Baseball. You're going to beat some good teams. You're going to lose some series to teams that are struggling. It's a grind every time you go out there. They outlasted us today. We obviously are angry in a moment that we lost a series, but it's a series. We've got to move on and try to play well in California. Here's a news flash. They never play well in California. Horrible Luis Severino is 1-4 with a 7.3 ERA starts. The series opener against the Angels and Griffin Canning tonight. Canning 6-4 with a 4.6 ERA. Severino has been absolutely awful. So they're going to take on the Angels who lost a wild game to the Astros in Anaheim on Sunday. Kyle Tucker hit a solo shot in the ninth inning that ended up being the game-winning homer. Then he made a diving catch in right field for the final out in the Astros' 9-8 win. Houston rallied from a four-run deficit. Otani did hit his major league-leading 34th home run of the season in the ninth inning. The Astros trailed 7-5 going to the ninth before scoring four runs off Jaime Berea. Bregman connected for a two-run homer 
into the Astros bullpen and left with two outs for the lead. And then Tucker came up and bombed a shot on a full count to deep right field. It was the seventh time the Astros have had back-to-back homers. The ALS rivals combined for 56 runs during a series that saw seven ties and 10 lead changes. There were 32 runs scored in the seventh inning or later. That's the most in any three-game series between the Giants and Rockies combined for 33 in 2012. The Angels are nine games deep of the Rangers in the West. Texas has won three in a row. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.